Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to episode number 32 of the Talking Blues podcast. Chelsea just squeaked by Fulham with a win, a 1-0 win to be exact, with Mason Mount scoring the goal in the 78th minute. Chelsea basically controlled the game most of the time. uh, And then Anthony Robertson, um, or Robinson, when he got the red card in the 44th minute, you knew it was basically a Chelsea win. Um, Or you didn't know it was basically a Chelsea win, actually, because Chelsea, it was hard to, to see their form. Um, a lot of crosses in this game. You could tell Frank Lampard's mindset throughout. Um, you know, they tried to get it to the left or right side every single time, and it just annoyed me. Um, I know it's tough to get into the box. You know, Fulham were very good defensively. They had their set, uh, you know, players in each place. So it would be hard to kind of go through the middle and just get into the box. But the cross after cross after cross is just just so annoying. I mean, even to show how many we had, we just had 12 corner kicks. And that doesn't even include the crosses, you know, you know, within play. So that was big for me. Um, they did control possession a lot of the time, 70 to 30, 21 to 10 in shots, 6 to 3 in shots on goal. And it was a good game overall for Chelsea. Um, getting the win, obviously, but there were some things in there that I'm definitely going to want to talk about. Um, but I, I want to keep this intro, too, you know, short because both of our co-hosts are here, Peter and Alex. We'll start out with Alex, your thoughts on this game. It, it just wasn't good enough from, you know, the team yesterday when we're recording this uh, the next day. Um, it's just not – it was a poor performance. No one really played too well for me. You know, Callum Hudson-Odoi good off the bench. Mount good um, throughout the entire game, obviously scored the winner. Thiago Silva was solid at the back. But in general, there wasn't the drive. Ben Chilwell having – I'm wondering if his confidence is low along with the other half of the team, including Timo Werner, Kai Havertz, who can't even get off the bench anymore. Um, it's just – it's a it, there's a lot of things going on. And, you know, towards the end, Frank went to a 4-2 uh, and, you know, we're wondering now, is this going to be something we see more often um, now that he's tried and it kind of worked? I'm not sure about that, but overall, Timo Werner, again, missing a big chance at the end. There wasn't a lot of positives out of this game, um, and 
really the saddest part for me is obviously watching Aspie, who, you know, has been one of my favorite players at Chelsea and really seeing him lose a step um, in these past like few weeks, few games um, has definitely been something sad to see. Um, but I'm hoping we can kind of bounce back. Yes, we won, but uh, bounce back with a better performance on Tuesday um, against Leicester. For me, I have to agree with Alex that there that it was not it just wasn't good enough. We should have played much better, especially considering it's against Fulham, who, to be fair, have been playing very well. Obviously, their last game they drew Spurs, but regardless, in the first half we looked we we controlled most of the game, but even then they still had chances. But even when they were down to ten minutes, still they still had like. It wasn't like we completely controlled the game. They still had some chances, and we just need to play better. I mean, but unlike Alex, I do think there are some positives to, you can pull out here, obviously. Although Timo Werner did miss a few chances, obviously missed that one-on-one, in the 4-4-2 system that we switched to, he looked much, much better. He looked more dangerous, because before, he, he's looked lost at some games, but he looked he got he got into better positions he got into better chances and i mean i think maybe switching to a 442 would be better for him and i mean as a whole we did kind of look more dangerous in a 442 but then again it's frank he loves his 433 i can't say that i think he'll change it but uh that was good and i mean Kalamots and Adore needs to start from now on, except for we need to obviously we need a rotation, but he can't be sitting on the bench and coming on for the last 30 minutes every single game. It's every single time he comes on, he, he's like a spark. And as soon as he comes on, we get chances. He, he creates chances. He gets into good space, spots to cross balls into the box or to shoot, to score. I mean, he needs to start. He's been playing amazing. Still don't understand how he hasn't started in the, the past few games. Um, other than that, uh, Giroud looked kind of meh. He didn't really do anything. Midfield besides Mason Mount didn't do anything. Mason Mount looked really good again. He's been our only really consistently good player this season. Jorginho's terrible. I think Billy Gilmore should start over him. Uh, defensively, like Alex said, as P, I think he has lost the step. He doesn't look nearly as good as he has previously and Reese James has just become much much better than him and I don't think once Reese James gets healthy he's really gonna even get that much playing time um Chilwell Chilwell played okay he didn't really do anything good obviously he did create that uh he did create that uh one goal opportunity where the for the one goal, obviously he doesn't get an assist for it, and it was more a goalkeeping error, but he got it in, the ball into a dangerous position, which created the goal-scoring opportunity. But, I mean, as a whole, there's really many, many, many more negatives than positives from that game. We definitely should have at least won 3-0, three, three I'd say. 2-0, definitely at least, but probably 3-4-0. or four, zero. And, I mean, we just need to do better, and... We we've played a couple bad teams now in a row. We've now we have now we have Leicester, who are a pretty solid team. They're up towards the top of the table, like us, around the same position. And I mean, this is going to be a good test, but it's going to be difficult without that much rest and obviously, clearly, a bunch of our players lacking confidence. And I mean, this is going to be a real test to see 
our team for the rest to see what we're going to do for the rest of the season, as well as what's going to happen to Frank's future. And I mean, this is a very, very, very important game coming up. Yeah, and Mason Mount's going to be my player of the match. Uh, I mean, we're probably going to all have the same person, but he played really well in this match from start to finish. He was the best player, um, you know, on 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 the team, and he left it all really on the pitch in this game. You could tell um, he was just, you know, when he was missing those chances, he had the one right off the crossbar in the first half. He he was tired, um, uh, but I have him, you know, kind of transitioning to my preview a little bit. I have him starting in next match because of how well he played. So hopefully he gets some energy back for next for next uh for next game against Leicester City but he's my man of the match. Oh yeah, it it, it, it was easily miss him out. Like you said, he obviously hit the crossbar in the first half. Uh then he also scored the goal. I mean, like I said when I was talking about the game, he's been our only consistently good player. And I mean, I agree with you Josh. I also have him starting because I feel like if we don't have him starting, I'm not sure we're even going to be able to create any chances. I think we just need him in there. I think he's kind of like the core of our team and we kind of need him to as our as part of our attack otherwise I don't know if we're even going to be able to get any real real chances. So for me obviously I agree with you guys that Mason Mount was the man of the match but I'm not going to repeat the same thing as you guys and I'm going to go for something a little bit different more of like a surprise man of the match here. Um and I thought Tony Rudiger was very good and solid in this game. Um you know I I know it sounds silly to praise someone who didn't really do much, but he was solid. You know, he didn't make any mistakes and he put in a few couple of blocks that were uh, kind of critical that stopped them from creating many chances. Obviously in the second half, they didn't have as many chances as they did in the end of the first half, but still saw a performance from him and Tiago Silva. So I'm just going to give a shout out to the defenders who maybe don't get as much credit and we did give, uh, get a clean sheet. So you can't uh, forget about them. Transitioning now to the biggest Chelsea news we have for this episode, it seems that Fakayo Tomori will be getting a loan, mo- uh, a loan move whoa, to AC Milan um, on loan, like I said, with an option to buy at the end of the loan, and that is per Fabrizio Romano. As we know, he's a very reliable source, so we felt the need to mention it on the podcast because it's basically a done deal. Um, you know, Frank even alluded to it the, uh, like a game or two ago in the press conference after the game. And I think that, you know, it's a good thing for Fakao Tamori. Hopefully he'll be able to get starty, starting minutes with uh, Milan. And then he's a really good player. So I think it would, it would it's a good move for Chelsea. It's a good move for him. Um, and I hope I hope to get him back, actually. Um, and hopefully he can be a starter for Chelsea uh, in the future now. You know, because we don't know how long uh, Thiago Silva will be a player, um, you know, playing football after this season or maybe next season, who knows how long Thiago Silva wants to play. He's still playing his top game, uh, and he had a really good game, like Alex mentioned, against Fulham. But hopefully we get Fakao Tamori back um, after this loan move. And um, yeah, so something I definitely wanted to bring up here on the podcast. I'll move on into my lineup, I guess. Uh, and I mean, obviously, game coming up against Leicester, mentioned it before, big, big game. So I think we really need to start our best team, but it's obviously hard not having much rest. So it's I feel like we might need to have some changes, but it's gonna it's which makes it kinda hard to predict. But I think definitely Mendy's gonna be in there. Definitely Zuma's gonna be in there. And Thiago Silva is one I'm kind of not sure about because obviously Frank sometimes likes to give him some rest and especially in a game where it's kinda 
really close together. I feel like we could see Rudiger Christensen in there, but I think Silva will probably stay in there. So Silva, Zuma, Mendy in the back. Yeah, so Kurt Zuma getting a rest um, on Saturday. So I think he will definitely be starting um, against Leicester. And like you said, alongside him, obviously Mendy in goal for me as well. Alongside him, it's a difficult one. Could we see Tony Rudiger get another start after a solid performance? Could we see Thiago Silva go back-to-back? I'm going to go with Thiago Silva. I think Frank wants to put his best team out there, um, and I think it'll be important to do so in order to beat this uh, pretty on-form Leicester team. So for me, I'm going to have Mendy in that, and then, you know, same thing, uh, Zuma and Silva, best two pairing that we have really on Chelsea. It's a nice game from Rudiger, like, Alex mentioned again, going back to what he said, having him as a man of the match, but um, I'm going to have Silva and Zuma, which we've normally seen in these Premier League big games. On to my wingbacks. I'm going to go Chilwell, and I think we'll have the return of Reese James in there. So those are my two wingbacks. Yeah, so I'm going to agree with you, Josh. I think Chilwell, he didn't have the best game, but I think he'll return into the starting lineup again. And I think Reese James got his rest um, coming back from injury on Saturday, and he'll be back in the starting lineup. Um, and like Peter mentioned, he's definitely an upgrade over Azpi at the moment. So I think he'll be starting uh, at right back. Uh, at left back, I think it will be Chilwell. Alex, I really don't understand why you keep saying he didn't have a good game. I'm not going to go out there and say he had a great game, but he definitely did not play badly. He, he did treat our only goal scoring opportunity. So, I mean, I don't know how you can really say he'd have a, if he had a bad game, but moving on anyway. So, Chilwell on the left. On the right, I want to say Reese James will play. I want to, but I still have, we still haven't really heard anything about if he's ready to play, if he's 100%, if there's a risk of him re injuring anything. So, I think, although I want Reese James to, to start, I think we're going to see SP out there on the right. And then I'll move on to my midfield too. Uh, obviously, I originally forgot about this while I was making my lineup, but I forgot that Conte can now come back from suspension, and I think he's definitely going to start because obviously he got a rest in that game. So Conte will definitely be in there. Mount is also definitely going to be in there. Like I mentioned earlier, only attacking presence, we need him in there. And I think obviously a bit of a bad decision the only reason I could assume Frank didn't play Havertz off of a good game and playing him against Fulham would be that he, he wanted Havertz to play against Leicester. So I think we'll see Havertz there too. So Conte, Mount, Havertz are the three in the middle. And I hopefully Havertz can continue his form because, I mean, he did play really well in the FA Cup match, but it was against a bad team. But I think I think that, that got him back some confidence, and I think he can try to continue that against Leicester in an important game. We're forgetting very exciting news. I forgot to mention this when we mentioned the center backs. Very exciting news for Chelsea. Andreas Christensen, he had a knee injury. Um, it was a minor one, but hopefully he'll be able to return against Leicester City. Very exciting stuff. It's I'm being sarcastic because Christensen has been awful when he's been starting for Chelsea, and there's no way he will start against Leicester City in this game. Maybe I hope Frank doesn't even have him on the bench as a sub, to be honest. he he's He's so bad, but... <laughs> just wanted to get that out there. Um, same thing as you, Peter. Uh, I think Kai, Kai Havertz uh, makes a start for Chelsea. It's going to be N'Golo Conte, Mason Mount, and Kai Havertz for me. We're going attacking-minded in this game because we're going to need it against a really hot Leicester City team um, that are sitting second in the Premier League while we sit back in seventh, uh, hoping for a top-four spot. 
Yeah, I have the same three in the midfield as you guys. Kai Havertz hopefully can continue his form, uh, like you mentioned, Peter. But yeah, I, I think I think Mount's going to be playing a little bit deeper than he was um, uh, on Saturday just because of Kai Havertz. And obviously we had Kovacic and Jorginho in there uh, who were sitting much, much deeper. But yeah, those are my three. I think Mason Mount's critical to this team, and I think he has to be in. Kai Havertz deserves, you know, another chance. And N'Golo Kante, obviously, back from suspension. Um, Going to my front three now. This is where it's difficult. The front three is always the hardest, followed by the midfield. Defense is usually pretty easy, but it's going to be a tough one. I think Callum Hudson-Odoi gets his start. I know I've been predicting this for, like, the past five games, but he's going to get his start this game, I believe. I think Timo Werner is going to start, but I'm not positive whether it's going to be at striker or on the left-hand side. I'm going to guess because Frank, for some reason, loves playing Werner on the left-hand side that he's going to be on the left-hand side. And I think Tammy Abraham starts up front. Um, Not that he really did anything when he came on, but I think he's going to start up there. Um, And maybe Werner kind of plays more off him with maybe Havertz or Mount a little bit more on the left-hand side or on the right-hand side, depending on where CHO is lined up. So I I think that's what we're going to see. But I think Werner will be more central, even if he's starting on the left-hand or right-hand side. I have to say, Alex, I could see Werner playing on the left because of Frank's obsession with putting players at a position, especially Werner there or Havertz there. But... I think after he came on and, and uh, at striker and then against Fulham and looked dangerous, didn't score, but he looked dangerous. I think he will start up top, especially considering how many really good wingers we have that definitely need game time. And considering that, I think on the left we will see Callum Hudson-Odoi. If he doesn't play, I am officially Lampard out. I don't care if we win this game against Leicester. If he doesn't play, I, I his. <clears throat> Regain my composure. If he does not play, I am Lampard out. But he needs to play. He's been with Mount, I'd say, in all of his appearances. Kalamata Nadoi has looked really good. He's been dangerous. And that's what we really need against the Leicester team. We need to score some goals. And then someone similar to that, Hakim Ziyech, he's looked very good. He obviously made a few really, really good passes that almost, that almost resulted in goals. And I think he'll be out there on the right. And I mean... I think our wingers are going to be important in this game, especially considering Werner, his goal scoring form hasn't been good. So I think them out there on the wing, the two players out there on the wings are going to be very, very, very important in this game. And I think those two are the best wingers we have as of now. I would say I think Pulisic might be more talented than both of them, but the other two are, I'd say, more informed. Yeah, so for me, I feel like Frank's going to mess this up. And... um Yep, he he just he just is. So we're gonna have Werner on the left side, and then we're gonna have Ta- Tammy Abraham at striker. And then for some reason, I feel like Frank's not gonna start CHO, and it's gonna get us all upset. So I'm I'm gonna have ZS starting at the right side. Who I mean, he played well in this past game. He played pretty well, um, but that doesn't mean that he needs to start. Uh, and I think that's what's gonna happen though. And I think Hakeem Ziyech will start. Um, for Chelsea in that game, and it's it's just so annoying. But you know, hopefully, 
Hopefully it's okay. Um, let, let's go on to the score prediction because this is getting me a little bit upset. Uh, like I said, we're playing a really good Leicester City team. That means they're going to win. So I'm going to have 3-1. 3-1 Leicester City. This is a tough one because, like you said, they are a very good team. We haven't played well at all against very good teams. But I think that having ZH back, he will be able to create some chances for us. I do. I don't think we'll win this game, but I think it'll be a two-two draw. I very well could see us losing this game. I don't think we'll win this game. I have very little confidence, but hopefully, we at least get a point from this game. I don't know about you, but I think we're gonna win this game because I'm just confident like that, and uh, I'm gonna go with a two-one victory, a Timo Werner and Kai Havertz goals. <laughs> um. I'm I'm just going to go with it. It's going to happen. And I'm probably going to be wrong on Wednesday when we recap this. But yeah, I'm going to go with 2-1 Chelsea. Really hope I remember that. And I would love to bring that up on Wednesday's episode or whenever we record. But I think, yeah, it'll probably be on Wednesday. To recap that one and preview Sunday's game uh, in the FA Cup. What is it? Fourth round. Um, but wherever you're listening, please give us a subscription. Subscribe. Um, drop a five-star rating and review Manny and Apple Podcasts or wherever you're able to. Go on Twitter and follow us at TalkingBluesPod. Share with one friend, share with friends and family, and be sure to share on your social medias, like I said, especially Twitter at TalkingBluesPod. Um, also, go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the Giant Take Pod. If you're going to do it on Twitter at the Giant Take, if you're going to do it on Instagram or Facebook, that's our other podcast that Alex and I do. Peter has been on there before. Uh, we talk Giants football. Um, so, you know, we're having off season content in there. It's the Giants off season right now. So go follow us there and, uh, listen to the podcast as well for that. We'd really appreciate it. Keep on listening. We're going to have episodes at least once a week, previewing, recapping Chelsea games. Our next episode will be a recap though, of this game against Leicester city and most likely a preview tied in there as well. So we'll see you again for another double-sided episode preview and recap. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.